Hey, and welcome back to Emlyn in the Mix, where we discuss things all music technology, software and hardware, recording gear, studio gear, instruments, and more. If you love that sort of thing, then you're going to love the Emlyn in the Mix podcast. Now, let's get on with the show with your host, yours truly, Emlyn. Hey guys, welcome back to the Emlyn in the Mix show, season four, episode 49, as we roll along to the end of the year. This is the second last show for the year. Thank you so much for being a part of my journey this year in the world of music technology, software and hardware. Yes, of course, that is what this podcast is about. If you've joined us here on Spotify today, welcome. And if you are watching us on YouTube, then welcome as well. You can also watch us on Spotify. But uh, today we are going to be looking at the Korg key stage and particularly using it in Ableton Live. And my thoughts and feedback on it, basically, that's all it really is. We do have the hardware here in the studio. Uh, You can see I've got the top-down screen here today, and I'll do my best to just sort of show you how it integrates really nicely with Ableton Live. You can see Ableton Live up in the top right corner there. But uh, yeah, more or less, what is the COG key stage for those of you who don't know or if you haven't heard of it just yet? More or less, it's a poly aftertouch MIDI keyboard Creative Inspiration meets Expressive Innovation Experience MIDI 2.0 unleashed the ultimate poly aftertouch controller. So the key stage is the ultimate MIDI keyboard. This is what Korg is touting it as. Solution for producers and stage performers. And as the first keyboard to adopt the MIDI 2.0 property exchange. I think that's probably the most important uh, part about this particular MIDI controller is that it uses MIDI 2.0. Now, what is MIDI 2.0 exactly? Well, we'll get into that in a moment. I'll try my best to explain. But anyway, the key stage puts unparalleled integration and control at your fingertips. That's pretty much what it does. Taking your music, making experience to a whole new level. Now, original MIDI, I believe, was, I think it's 16, or no, it might be 8-bit. So now, with MIDI 2.0, you can more or less have a larger exchange of input and output on your MIDI. So... Uh, featuring a new keyboard design with outstanding touch response, polyphonic, channel aftertouch, and MPE. So it's got MIDI polyphonic expression on board, which is pretty good. Uh, KeyStage offers hands-on control and instant visual feedback through its parameter-dedicated OLED screen. So if we jump back across to the top-down, you can see we've got the nice little OLEDs here, uh, which, you know, albeit they are small, but they do show you what is happening. I've got a COG gadget here. Actually, uh, if we go back to, I'll go to Ableton Live here. There you go. You can see the COG gadget and, you know, looking beautiful and you can hear it. So this particular instrument doesn't have any aftertouch on it, but I will show you some instruments that do incorporate MIDI polyphonic expression and aftertouch on the show today. So uh, jumping back over, so whether producing in the studio or performing live, KeySage offers an unparalleled, integrated and distraction-free experience to keep your musical, musical creativity flowing uninterrupted. So there we go there. Comes in 49 keys and I think we've got the 61 key here in front of us today. There's the 61 key there and it's really nicely built. I have seen some other videos on YouTube where they said the keybed's kind of loud. (laughs) 
I don't think you're going to notice it. Yeah, I mean, if you hit the keys hard. But having said that, the keybed actually feels really nice. So, yeah, anyway, this is the Korg website here. We're just checking it out. Express your musical self. Uh, more or less, you can just, you know, use this to fully utilize MIDI 2.0. So here we go, MIDI 2.0, this is what MIDI 2.0 is. So it is one of the most exciting developments in electronic music productions in decades. So the MIDI Association explains on its official website, MIDI 2.0 means two-way MIDI conversation. So until now, okay, this is a better explanation of what is. MIDI 1.0 messages went in one direction from transmitter to receiver, but with MIDI 2.0, it's bi-directional which means it changes MIDI from a monologue to a dialogue. And thanks to new MIDI CI capability inquiry messages, MIDI 2.0 devices can talk to each other and auto-configure themselves to work together. It's basically the future of MIDI. Uh, Keystage utilizes MIDI CI property exchange messages to communicate with other devices. It retrieves information such as which control change CC parameters should be linked in and the appropriate names to display for each parameter. That's pretty cool. Because as I load, not every plugin does it, but as I load most plugins, and I did choose Core Gadget ones today, all the parameters do come up on the little OLED screens I can see and control the dedicated parameters. So since MIDI 2.0 property exchange is compatible with MIDI DIN cables, Keystage opens up opportunities for seamless integration with existing devices, paving the way for new and exciting possibilities in the horizon. So that's pretty cool. You can hook up with your traditional MIDI 5 DIN uh, to this particular device, uh, put it back on the screen there, and essentially control your older synthesizers and hardware. So that's kind of exciting. So that that hopefully that explains what MIDI 2.0 is. It's just more versatility, more control, more communication between the computer and the device. So for today's show, I know there's already a bunch of videos on this particular hardware on the internet already, but for today's show, what I thought I would show you is basically integrating it into Ableton Live. Now, before we do, big shout out to our sponsor. It is, of course, the Ridley Academy. Thank you so much for being a sponsor to the Emlyn in the Mix show. If you want to become a piano pro in just 21 days, click that link down below for the free masterclass. Just try it out. Try out the free masterclass. And give it a shot, you know. I had someone in the comments last week saying, why would you promote such BS 21 days become a piano pro? Well, have you tried it? You need to try the 21-day piano pro. Become a piano pro in just 21 days. Let's see. Let's see if it actually works. And if it doesn't, you will still be happy because Mr. Ridley himself, such a great personality to have as an instructor. And why not learn the piano? I mean, I've started and it's it's really good. It's really good. All right, good. So let's let's get back on with the show. All right, so let's jump over. Here we are to Ableton Live and we have the Korg gadget. I've got the Darwin up, which is the uh, Korg M1 emulation. And it's this nice house organ sound. So let's jump over to the actual over the top view here over the top view or the top view sorry and now some of the cool things are is that it can be controlled straight away into ableton live uh, so we got the transport control i've made a little track i think we've got yeah we just got this little loop i made with the darwin m1 
so that's pretty nice. And I do have a beat. Let me just get my beat on. How nice is that? So it works really nicely and seamlessly within Ableton Live. And the cool thing is it has the chord functionality and the arpeggiator functionality, which are really funky. And I, I call them Korg chords. They just sound so good. Uh, this is just the default and it's the one I used for this particular track, but how good does that sound? If you guys have ever played the Korg gadget and put it on chord mode, this is basically how it sounds. Sounds fantastic. Now I do want to show you, take that off there. So you can see already just pulling up the Korg Darwin inside Ableton Live, the parameters have already come up here. So we've got our oscillator balance, cutoff, resonance, EQ intensity, attack, decay, hopefully you can see that on the screen, release time, and then off the screen here is your effects dry wet. I'll just show you just now, just having a little tweak with that little beat again, and just have a listen to how I can control the sound. So it gives you absolutely nice control, beautiful, easy control over the parameters when you pull up your instruments, whether they be AU instruments, VST instruments, it all works really seamlessly and really nice inside Ableton Live. And of course you can, well, I just cracked my knuckles there on the show, that was pretty cool. Uh, of course you can just hit record here and let's say we wanted to put in a new line uh, on our Darwin M1. We'll just select the new track there in Ableton. I hit record. Actually, we'll put my metronome back on. Here we go. And I'll just play something different in. So something simple like, like that. So I've just recorded that in. Pop us back onto our screen just so it's a bit bigger. You can see my MIDI is recorded in there. And yeah, I mean, it just it's just a nice, easy workflow. I did see a video uh, they posted on Korg where someone was actually playing the Korg key stage with the new Push 3, which would be freaking exciting like to try. I mean, that would be absolutely fun. All right, let's just see. So I've just made this little ditty here. I mean, it's not exciting, but, you know, you could... If you know already know the workflow of Ableton Live, like just how easy it is to put a track together. So let's go back. Now we've got our new little ditty here. Let's put a bit of effects on it. Turn my metronome back off. The filter on this is a bit weird, actually. Anyway, you get the idea. Pretty simple, pretty easy indeed. Now, I do have a different instrument. Let's jump back over to my screen here. And I pulled up 
what's this other instrument actually i'm just gonna get that one going again all right so my other instrument i had was the organ alexandria and that one i've got muted let's just unmute it oh yeah i've got some rotary rotation going i don't know if you can see oh it's off the screen but it is basically it's the last parameter here so we can play with the modulation effects the dampener pitch bend it like a traditional organ all right there should be a little ditty going there oh we got too much um our decay's gone our damper's on that's why all right cool let's have a playback of this little ditty i got here <laughs> the pitch is off that's nice tweak that rotation out make it slow how good is that super super nice indeed all works absolutely seamlessly with ableton live and of course using the korg gadget uh, plugins here but what about like a different plugin does it show all the parameters now not every plugin shows the parameters on board so this next one but I did want to show this particular plugin. It is equated to by Rolly, which has, of course, MIDI polyphonic expression presets on board. But also the cool thing about the equator 2, which is here, it looks super overwhelming. Uh, actually, you can see in real time the aftertouch being initiated. So that's why I wanted to show this particular instrument off. But for some reason, when we jump over uh, to the hardware, there's only one parameter that's come up here. So I don't know whether that means Equator 2 needs an update or there's an update on Korg's end. Nonetheless, not every value or parameter will show in every instrument straight away. Uh, we'll try some more on the show here today that I haven't tried before we did this show. We'll see if we can get any other instruments showing. Uh, but for the sake of this video, let me just show you quickly and um, we'll jump back over to the software so you can see Equator 2 and just how amazing actually this, well, you can't really see it, but I can, I can tell you how good this key bed actually is. So let me just play something back. So it's got definitely got aftertouch and you can see when I push it, I don't know if you can see that one, <laughs> I'm going to try and point, which way do I point? Nah, this is too much. That blue one there, as I put more pressure on the key bed, it goes up and down and you can hear it as well. So it does have, of course, polyphonic aftertouch. Let's not go off the camera there. Here we go. All right, let's see if we can get another preset to really show off that MIDI polyphonic expression. So if we go through 
uh, equated to here. Yeah, let's try this one. Oh, this one doesn't have a sound. My bad. Let's try this one at random. Here we go. Yeah, so you can hear the aftertouch there. It's like a bell. That's easily coming through. Now, I do... Okay, I do have to say, like, I've played with MIDI polyphonic expression controllers or MPE controllers before. And i got to say, the MPE on this is good. Although, I must say, the aftertouch is quite hard. You may be able to change that in the settings, I'd imagine. Let's have a look. Like, if we go to settings, I'll show you the hardware here. So we go into settings, we've got our controller mode, which is on live, contrast, auto power off. And let's see, there's another page here. Aftertouch mode is polyphonic, velocity curve is at zero. Aftertouch, oh, maybe we increase that. Does that make it easier? Oh yeah, that might be a bit easier. Okay. That's pretty cool. What happens if I... So it does have an onboard arpeggiator. <laughs> and the chord mode. Very nice indeed. We'll get out of settings there. Let's try a different plugin. So you get the idea, MPE functionality, uh, polyphonic aftertouch is completely available and you can see it inside an instrument such as Equator 2 there by Rolly. Now let's just, I'm just gonna pick one at random here. Let's see. We did look at this recently. We could look at the OBX by GeForce. Let's suss this out and see, do we get parameter control? Ooh. God, it's a lush sounding synth. Yeah, we get a little bit. It's cool, it sort of loads automatically, but there's only one here. So I've got a macro, don't know what that controls. Oh yeah. Nice. And this particular instrument does have... Yeah, we're getting like a, when I, dial in that macro I suppose I guess it supposes what macros you got controlled but I like it does it automatically it's giving us that uh, vibrato I guess it is very nice how'd that sound in my track oh god that's got a lot of decay might just turn that little organ down See what I can do. Three, two, one, let's go.
That's so nice. How good's that? Sounds wicked. All right, I'm getting carried away here. Let's try a different one other instrument here. Let's give, wow, that decay. Might smoot that off. All right, let's get, let's get a different instrument. That was pretty sick though. I do like that instrument. And I'll note, that is noted to put into that track, I think. Uh, okay, let's just go by random here. All right, let's go, let's go one of native instruments. Let's go a classic. Let's go to FM8, here we go. Do we get parameter control? Now I wanna see if you guys can see this happening live. So I've opened up the FM8. We've still got the cord on. Actually, this would sound good with an ARP. No polyphonic aftertouch on the FM8, unfortunately, it's a little bit old school. Turn that off, here we go. But the FM8 is still an amazing sounding synth. Yeah, it looks like we don't have any parameters that have come up here just yet. Or if they're going to come up at all. So just keep in mind not every instrument is going to work. But the ones we do know that really do work is, of course, cogs. And they just work every time. Like we just open up, put a clav here. And is that the right one? Jump over to, yeah, the forens or however you say this. Here we go. And if we jump over, yeah, you can see all my parameters are here. Pitch band, mutation wheel or modulation wheel, sorry, not, <laughs> not mutation wheel. We put the damper on. Bit of effects action. All right, guys, I think you get the idea. The control inside Ableton Live, to me anyway, seems seamless. You know, you can hit play down here in the transport and then you can just start wigging out on your track, going through your different tracks and playing with your various parameters, you know? Like if we want to get back to... Get back to our original here, we can... really just tweak with it, you know? I'm playing with the Darwin at the moment. I'll pull that up. I love this Darwin. How good is it? I don't know, the filter's weird on this thing though. How good's that? All right, I think you've had enough of me tweaking my little ditty I'm working on there. But guys, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed me showing you or giving you an overview of the Korg Key Stage Poly AT MIDI Keyboard Polyphonic Aftertouch MIDI Keyboard working inside Ableton Live. 
And yeah, I guess my thoughts and feedback on it are that it does integrate really seamlessly. You do need to make sure, of course, you've got it selected in your preferences, you know, your input and your output. Like if we go over to MIDI control here, hopefully you can see that. Gosh, it's probably pretty small, but you have your key stage and make sure your input and output are on. And then when you scroll down here, you just want to click track on the key stage, wherever it is. I've got a bunch of here. There's key stage in on the track and out on the track. And then it just it just works. Like this is the thing about MIDI 2.0 is you don't have to configure, it just works. Uh, some of those, again, I'm sure there's gonna be updates with other instruments and you know plugins and so forth that we'll be able to integrate with MIDI 2.0 as we move forward. Something like the FM8 from Native Instruments, probably not the best example being that it is quite an older instrument, it's not gonna work straight away, but you know, at least you know all the Korg stuff is going to work and a bunch of others did work and even like that GeForce one that we opened and the, it gave us one macro control, but it was it was still kind of cool, you know, playing with the vibrato there. Anyway, guys, what do you think of the Korg key stage? Leave a comment down below. Big thank you and shout out to Korg for letting us check out the Korg key stage and, you know, the integration with Ableton Live fan absolutely fantastic all right guys thanks so much for joining me we've only got one more show left for the year of this particular show to emlyn in the mix show format but of course i will be here doing videos on the youtube throughout the holiday season before we get to season five of the emlyn in the mix podcast cannot believe i'm saying that we're going to get to season five but there, yeah anyway nonetheless hit subscribe if you haven't already like the video if you liked it today and thank you so much for joining me Back next week. Peace out. Boom. Hey, thanks for listening to the Emlyn in the Mix podcast. Here you will find all the latest in music technology, software and hardware, interviews and more. Also, don't forget to check out the Emlyn in the Mix YouTube channel today. Till next time, keep it real.